0: After seven years, Chucky makes his comeback in Bride of Chucky from 2008. I hope you'll enjoy this. I am Eric Lewis, and this is Horror Boop. How's it going, everybody? As always, I am Eric Lewis, and this is Horror Spoop. Today, we get to talk about one of my favorite installments of the Child's Play series, Bride of Chucky. A whole seven years later since Child's Play 3, this one was released October 16th, 1998. With that many years in between the films, do you think the public would have still loved Chucky or not? But based on the budget, the people who wanted this movie made assumed that the public would one Chucky, with a budget of whopping twenty five million, they took away another twenty five million with a total of fifty million six hundred and eighty eight thousand six hundred and fifty six dollars in the box office. To me and to you, we would probably say that does not sound too bad at all. For the director, this movie was directed by Ronnie Yu, who also directed. The Witch with White Hair in 1993. He also directed Fearless from 2006. And he also directed a beloved film to a lot of us. I know to me specifically, Freddy vs. Jason in 2003. Writer for this film is someone who we can probably guess because it's always he's always been there. Don Mancini is still going strong and we appreciate the hell out of him for it. A user on IMDb by the name of Jacko has pretty well said the summary, and here it is. (music) Serial killer Charles Lee Ray is back. This time, his girlfriend Tiffany has revived him, once again in the form of the popular Chucky doll. Shortly after the happy couple's reunion, Chucky kills her and brings her back in the form of a girl's bridal doll. The two then embark on a killing spree en route to dig up Ray's corpse, which has been buried with satanic voodoo charm capable of bringing back the dead. That summary was killer. Sorry, I needed to stab that one in somewhere in this episode. Anywho, maybe let's see some cast members... Some of them you might already know from other movies that you've seen. Of course, we will have to start with Brad Dourif doing his thing of bringing Chucky and Charles Lee Ray into the picture every film. But also, we have Jennifer Tilly, who is a babe and also really good in this film. You can also find her in a funny Jim Carrey movie that I love called Liar Liar from 1997. Also, she's in the sci-fi show Chucky, which is also pretty good from what I've watched. Shocker, my ADHD keeps me from thinking and sticking with shows, even though I find them funny. And also, she is found on Family Guy from 1999 to 2022 as Bonnie Swanson. Also, Katherine Heigl is in this. She also rocks in this film and rocks in everything else that she's been in. She's in the show Grey's Anatomy from 2005 to 2020. Also, in two very successful romantic comedies, The Ugly Truth which are with Gerard Butler in 2009, and 2007's Knocked Up with hilarious Seth Rogen. So if you've seen this movie and you're a fan of her, definitely go watch this film. Nick Stabile, who plays Jesse, and you can find him acting in a Beach Boys biopic called The Beach Boys in American Family in 2000. He is Santa Jr. in Santa Jr. in 2002, and also he was on Sunset Beach from 1997 to 1998. With the last season of that show coming a year later, it looks like he got out just in time. Next, we have Alexis Arquette, who plays Damien in this film. Pretty much the sacrifice that brings Chucky back. Well, not really. Chucky pretty much sits on on Damien's face. You can find her on She's All That from 1999. Also, blended with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler from 2014. And also, she is also in Pulp Fiction from 1994. Chief Warren Kincaid in this film is played by John Ritter, who is a wonderful actor and comedian. Also, if you remember from last week, he was, thought, he was thought of for a part in Child's Play 3, seven years before. I'm glad they saved him for this film because it's better, I believe. But you can find this icon on a show called Three's Company that he's most known for. That, that was on from 1976 to 1984. Also, he's in Sling Blade from 1996. And another movie is Problem Child from 1990. He definitely is someone that you should really look into if you haven't. As of the cast, that's really all I really want to bring up. So here is a little bit of my opinion on the film. This film is definitely better than the film seven years prior. The score is better. The story is better. The kill's better. Are probably even to better. I don't know really about that. Should I even have to mention the acting? Man, the acting is so much better in this film than in Child's Play 3. The kill of Tiffany is very impressively shot, and the comparison of the Bride of Frankenstein is perfectly placed in this film. Also, the ceiling mirror killer kill scene is also something that everyone needs to experience at least once. The soundtrack freaking rocks to this movie, and I'll share the soundtrack on the Horror Spoop Instagram and Facebook. This film is definitely in my top three Child's Play films, and it's definitely worth the watch if I was you. And I rate this movie 6.4 out of 10, which is not too bad at all. Next, I'm going to take a little break so you can hear an ad from Anchor, and then we will talk about some filming locations, and then a little bit of movie knowledge that you may or may not know. All right, we'll see you right now. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed that ad from Anchor, and if you choose to use Anchor for your podcast and you got it from my podcast, let me know and I'll follow and listen to it. All right, but anyway, let's just jump into these two filming locations that I have for you to be immersed in film history. When Tiffany meets up to pick up the Chucky doll, you can go there at 45 Parliament Street, Toronto, Ontario in Canada. And also the motel that they stop out in the movie is a real place, and you can also go there. That's Hillcrest Motel at 2143 Lakeshore Boulevard. West at et, et, Etibakoke, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Sorry, that sounded so crazy. But after that, let's just jump right into our trivia. This is Brad Dorff's personal favorite child's play movie until The Curse of Chucky in 2013 was released. According to Jennifer Tilly, the doll sex scene was completely improvised, which that seems crazy that they would just improvise something like that. The film marks the first appearance of Chucky's Frankenstein-inspired redesign, with numerous stitches and scars across his face and outfit. In the news report on Jesse's radio in the van, the announcer said that Charles Lee Ray was gunned down in Hackensack, New Jersey, in 1988. Charles Lee Ray in the first Child's Play movie was gunned down in 1988, however, he was gunned down inside a toy store in Chicago, Illinois. Oh no, inaccuracy initiated. But seriously, it isn't inaccuracy. It didn't really take away from the film to me though, so let's move on. In doll form, Tiffany initially has black hair but dyes it blonde to make her look like her human form. In real life, actress Jennifer Tilly has black hair and dyed her hair to play a blonde. Which I kind of find to be humorous. Tiffany is watching Bride of Frankenstein, in the film in 1935, while in the bathtub. This movie was released in 1998, the same year that The Bride of Frankenstein was selected for the National Film Registry. Was that a coincidence? I think not. The events in this film takes place one month after the previous one, but this film was released after a gap of seven years, which I've already said before. I really howl- hate how little time passed in the film, in the story, I guess, because the difference in seven years makes it so unbelievable that I just think it looks ridiculous, if that's what you're trying to do. A month after Child's Play 3? You've got to be kidding me. But... Whatever, I digress. Director Ronnie Yu would later work with John Ritter's son, Jason, on Freddy vs. Jason. A film that is foreshadowed here, giving Freddy's glove and hockey mask appearing in the evidence locker room. This is the first movie in the franchise where none of Chucky's body parts are severed before he dies. Remember, in the last episode, we were talking about how his right arm would get blown off in every time. Child's play. Well, he did not get any part blown off in Bride of Chucky. Thank God, you know. Uh, Remember, first movie in the series to not have a child's play in the title. This makes one of the rare franchises to not have a consistent name in the title of each movie. Which some people say it's the reason that it shouldn't be considered a part of the series. But they are full of crap. This is the first time that someone other than Chucky recites the Dembala chant. Dembala! That's it for our trivia. Now let's get right into our taglines, shall we? I think I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm really trying to find the taglines because it's hard to find right now. All right, it's taking forever. Here comes the bride and there goes everyone else. That's the first tagline. This Halloween, Chucky gets lucky. The honeymoon's gonna be killer. This time, Chucky has a playmate of his own. This time, there's more to fear. And lastly, but not leastly, Chucky found a lover of his own. And I hope you find a lover out of this film called Bride of Chucky from 1998. If you haven't watched it, go to my podcast on Spotify and listen to the audio commentary while I watch through it. But anyway, that is the end of it. Next week is going to be The Seed of Chucky, and I hope you enjoy that one as well. As always, I'm Eric Lewis, and this is Horror Spoop. Have a good week.